This is Hello Healthy, a Dignity Health podcast. Here's Bill Klaproth. According to the CDC, as many as 29 million people in the U.S. has diabetes, with millions of U.S. adults having pre-diabetes. So how do you know if you're at risk for diabetes? What if you have it and don't treat it? And how can it be prevented? Let's find out with Nahal Masudi and Anna Matthew, medical students and diabetes prevention program instructors at Dignity Health. Nahal and Anna, thank you for your time. Nahal, let's start with you. Diabetes risk has become a very common topic. Is it really something that we should be worried about? Yes, definitely it is something that we should be worried about. So I'm sure that all of us know someone in our family member or friends who has been diagnosed with diabetes or has prediabetes. According to the CDC, over 30 million people in the United States have diabetes, and about 25% of them don't even know it. And the prevalence is only increasing. The data has also showed that 35% of Californian population has undiagnosed prediabetes, and 7% of Californian adults already have diabetes. Even in children, they are being affected as well, and because of the steep rise in childhood obesity. So it's definitely something that we need to become proactive about. Absolutely. It's kind of scary to hear about diabetes in children. So, Anna, let me turn to you. So can you explain to us what is diabetes and who has pre-diabetes and who has diabetes? So essentially, diabetes is a condition when your body loses the ability to process and use the sugar and carbs that you're eating. So then what happens is it just builds up in your bloodstream, and that's when you get all kinds of complications. So there are two kinds of diabetes that we're most familiar with, one and two, and essentially the first one is genetic, and the second one anyone can acquire, and that's the most common kind of diabetes, unfortunately. So anyone even as young as 12 years old can get diabetes type 2. So we essentially group people who are diabetic versus pre-diabetic, based on testing their blood sugar levels. So we can test the blood sugar levels over a long period of time, and we call that the hemoglobin A1C. That kind of tells us what's been going on for a few months. And we can also test your blood sugar the day of. So for example, let's say your A1C is between 5.7% and 6.4%. That would mean you're pre-diabetic. If it was less than 5.7%, then you would be in the healthy range and not be diabetic. Got it. So you mentioned type 1 and type 2 diabetes, Anna. What are the risk factors? I know that Nahal said the obesity epidemic in our country is really creating this diabetes epidemic. Mm -hmm. What are the other risk factors? If I could just quickly get those from you for type 1 and type 2 diabetes. So for type 1 diabetes, it's more genetic. What happens is you are born with a pancreas that is unable to produce insulin or produce enough insulin, and insulin is what helps us bring the sugar and carbs into our cells and use them. And with type 2, what ends up happening is your diet is one of the biggest contributors because of the fact that when you put too much sugar and carbs into your body, your body just does not have the capacity to process it. And over time, your pancreas becomes tired, essentially. So an easy way to get rid of this 
excess that we have in our diet is to exercise. So not exercising is also a really big contributing factor. And other than that, it would be smoking. Tobacco use has been highly linked to diabetes type 2. Wow, that's really interesting. So it sounds like type 2 diabetes is more of a lifestyle disease, if you will, where type 1 is more hereditary or genetic in nature. Yes, definitely. Yeah, so you kind of control your own destiny at that point. So Nahal, what if you are diagnosed with diabetes and decide not to get treated? What happens then? Well, unfortunately, there are a lot of things that can go wrong. There are some complications that can happen. Some of the most serious diabetic complications can involve the heart, causing problems like heart attacks and heart failure. Patients can suffer from kidney diseases. They can get eye problems like vision loss, cataracts, and glaucoma, and also nerve damage. So a lot of people will automatically think about foot amputations when they think about diabetes, and that's really because of the nerve damage. That's a big problem in people diagnosed with diabetes. The nerve damage can cause loss of sensation and balance in the feet, which means that it's much easier to fall or get foot injuries that would not heal properly. And this is what really leads to things like amputation in diabetic patients. Yes, that is something you don't want. And as you mentioned, Nahal, there are a host of other conditions and issues that come with diabetes outside of amputation. So, man, you want to stay away from this. And speaking of staying away from this, you can help prevent diabetes. So what can someone do, Anna, to avoid becoming a diabetic? Well, the first thing they can do is make an appointment with their doctor and get tested. A lot of people don't want to know their numbers, in all honesty, but um, I think that is the most proactive thing that you can do instead of waiting for something to go wrong. So other than that, the most important changes that make the biggest difference are improving what you eat and getting in some exercise. And I know it's easier said than done, so it's really helpful to have support, like exercising with a friend or getting your family in on healthier food options. There are a lot of support programs like the one that we'd love to talk with you about. We have a diabetes prevention program at Bakersfield Memorial Hospital, and it was designed by the CDC, and it keeps this exactly in mind. It's about the fact that we need to have long-lasting, sustainable lifestyle changes in order to avoid getting diabetes and reverse diabetes, and that requires some time and work. You are so right about that. Just hearing you talk, I think I'm going to take a walk around the block after uh, (laughs) listening to you both. So Anna and Nahal, thank you for your time. Last question then. Anna, can you tell us about the Diabetes Prevention Program in Bakersfield? Okay, so it's an inclusive year-long program, and we work on all the different physical, mental, dietary, and emotional aspects that are gonna go along with making better lifelong changes. Um, And it's free to the public and it's done by Bakersfield Memorial Hospital and it's a CDC approved program. So our goal is essentially to provide a positive environment because we know it's not easy to make changes and to maintain them. And so we want to equip people with the knowledge and resources that they need to prevent this lifelong disease because Pre-diabetes can be reversed, but diabetes cannot. 
Yeah, and I want to add in that we will be having sessions every Wednesday at 6 p.m. in Founders Hall at Bakersfield Memorial Hospital. You don't have to attend every single one to benefit from them. And we will also be having sessions on different days at a different time to make it more convenient for for our patients. For more information, you can call us at 567-393-3090. Or you can also email us at dppbakersfield at gmail.com. Anna and Nahal, thank you so much for sharing this important information with us. And thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. That's Nahal Masudi and Anna Matthew. And for more information, please visit DignityHealth.org slash Bakersfield slash diabetes. That's DignityHealth.org slash Bakersfield slash diabetes. You can also call 567-393-3090. And if you like what you've heard, please share this podcast on your social channels. And be sure to check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is Hello Healthy, a Dignity Health podcast. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.